Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Jamie and Jacqueline Purvis, the father, daughter, founding team behind the Be, Do, Have movements. After seeing so many goal-setting and success coaching programs fail, they set out to do something slightly different. They wanted to create a movement of success-driven people who focus on becoming who they need to be and then watching them as they hit their goals even faster. That sounds fantastic. Hey, guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us, Mark. We're excited to be here. Absolutely appreciate it, Mark. Looking forward to this. Thank you. So for the benefit of the listeners, can you tell us in your own words a little bit about you know where your business is today, who you're serving, that kind of stuff? Absolutely. So we really help ambitious professionals. So anyone from someone that's self-employed, business owners, realtors, anyone that's really looking to better their lives. So we help them go from that stuck state of really just not knowing what's next or maybe hitting that ceiling into that successful state based on the goals that they want to have. Perfect. Lovely. And so how did this all all come about? Because this, this dynamic duo it's something a little bit unique. So how did, how did you guys come about? Well, I think, Mark, it, it started with myself. I was in the real estate space my entire career, uh, salesperson, built out a real estate team, partnered and opened up a few different offices. We had four different offices in the Toronto and Southern Ontario area and Canada. And, and I always say I lost the loving feeling and I wasn't passionate about what I was doing anymore. And mm-hmm. I've been blessed my whole life everything I've done, I've chosen to do it and I've been passionate about it. So when I didn't have that feeling anymore, I knew it was time to make a decision. And the decision was I was going to leave the real estate space. And I knew I wanted to coach, but I didn't know anything beyond that. I'd been coaching Mm -hmm. real estate agents for years. So it was something I knew I wanted to do. And then just led with this, led with my heart, followed my heart, followed the feeling and, and then took some time off after I stepped away from the space and Jacqueline was helping me in with some marketing, uh, her background. And in that journey over the six months I took off, I, I just realized who was in front of me. And I think I didn't see her as my daughter. I saw her as this powerful young professional and, and so strong and strong-minded and, and incredible that it just became obvious and evident that this was the next step. And it was right there in front of me, not planned yet. Since we made that decision, it's been an incredible four years. Nice. And so the the responsibilities for for, for you guys, um, 
where does it lie? Because that must be a, a dramatic shift. I mean, we talk about mindset. I know this is one big area that, that you teach to change the mindset of the relationship into a business one. That couldn't have been easy, right? Go ahead, Jacqueline. <laughs> we'll hear her perspective first. <laughs> it's interesting because I think it's been a learning curve the whole way. Um, but the biggest shift is that we just take off that father daughter hat when we're working. So it has to be like, we go by on a first name basis and we also manage different components of the business. So I think we're both bringing in different values and different perspectives. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say that it's perfect every single time by any means, but I will say that the biggest difference that I've noticed is no matter how that initial conversation goes, we'll always come back and communicate through something afterwards. Whereas I never had that at any stage in corporate whatsoever. It was like, this was a conversation. You can sit with those feelings all you want, but we're never talking about it again. <laughs> and in this space, it's like, we may be reactive sometimes. Typically we are responsive. So if there is something reactive, we always do come back and just communicate through it. And that's been the biggest game changer for me. And from my perspective, Mark, when I, I had this philosophy, leave your ego at the door. And I'd been through a lot of growth and development uh, personally, and then building out the real estate offices and around young people and that energy. And I was I'm just inspired by it. I feel it keeps me young, brings new ideas. My way of thinking isn't the right way of thinking all the time. You can, it's easy to hold on to because that's where my success came from. And then you have new fresh eyes on things. And I just look at the opportunity that's in there because if it helps me shift my thinking and I'm not ego-based, it can only get better. And, and yeah, just, we, we are father, daughter, but the reality is we're business partners. So we're in this together and how do we share our, our ideas and visions to build this company so that we can have an impact around the world. And that's our underlying commonality and mission. Love that. Beautifully put. So let's look at the kind of clients that you guys take on. So um, let's dive straight into some sort of false beliefs and some things that I'd like you guys to try and squash with me. So from Perfect. your perspective, everyone's got different perspectives. What are the false beliefs? What are the things that you would like to squash that you hear so much from, from your, your prospects or, or your clients? I'll start here. I think a big one is thinking that it always needs to be a grind and that, you know, to get your goals, it has to be hard. Mm. Much as I would say, yes, you have to be disciplined and resilient through that process. It doesn't have to hurt to grow. That's like a big one. I think that a lot of our clients run into. Two come to my mind is number one, you have to have it all figured out. I've uh -huh. seen this so many times where we get caught in the how, how's it going to happen that the how can actually squash our dreams. And, and the goal setting process, I think we've all been taught the smart goal setting process. We reverse engineer that a little bit when we talk about the being state and living as if. Mm -hmm. So like literally just closing your eyes and imagining like a kid, you know, ask a kid what they want to do and they'll give you a list of things. And you ask a lot of adults what they want and they're really challenged to come up with a list of two or three things, never mind uh, 20 things. So let's go back to that childlike mind. Let's get connected to the feeling, to the heart. And if time mm -hmm. or money wasn't an option in your life, how would you spend your days? What would you do? What would you do and have fun? What's your passion? And if we can help people see the opportunity in that, mm -hmm. 
that just the how shows up, you're going to figure the how out. Nice. And then when you work alongside clients, um, what is your what's your favorite way of working with people? Is it one on one? Is it in a group setting? How do you guys love to engage? That's interesting. If I had to pick the top one, I like both. I like the group space because I think people really feed off each other. And then you get the right. dynamic of other people's perspectives and situations. And then that one-on-one though, I will say holds a place in my heart because you just get to dig a little bit deeper sometimes than you can in a group setting. But I do love both. I don't know that I could pick one or the other. <laughs> I I prefer, well, not that I prefer. I enjoy, as Jacqueline said, both. I enjoy the one-on-one. Because in that one-on-one environment, you can really get into somebody's true life. What is it that they want? And sometimes in a group environment, we still are pretty guarded and we don't want to express ourselves unless it's a really tight group and they've been together Mm -hmm. for a while. When you get one-on-one and you're working with somebody over a course of a year, there's going to be tons of breakdowns. And, and that is natural. If we're growing, we're getting outside of our comfort zone. We have to break. We used to say we break down to break through. So mm. the breakdowns are the, you're at the, you're at the tipping point of an incredible opportunity in life, just on the other edge of that. And, and when you're helping somebody do that and you can just see them, it's just, it lights up, their eyes light up and they get this idea and they get the spark back. And then what they do after that is just incredible to watch because I find they're doing it all and I'm just going to guide them and keep them between the lines. Mm -hmm. But now they see so much more in themselves. So I'm really passionate about that and helping people just quite often we talk about the business, they come for business, but we usually end up working personally, right? Business grows to the extent we do. So if we come for business, that's great. I can great at talking numbers. It's what do the numbers mean for you? And that's why I just thoroughly love that. Beautifully put. That's that's a big thing because so many people, um, myself included, you know, years and years ago, I was like, I'm English. I'm a guy. I don't need mindset. I'm just going to plow through and grind and just keep keep working so hard because that's what you're supposed to do, right? Isn't it interesting the way that we go after something that we think we need, that we think we want, but what turns out is there's something behind it. So when people come to you with more of a, a business challenge, they think they want this. Um, how do you how do you guide them and open the doors to the things that you think actually this is what you you want, but here's what you need? I get them in their future. So we future pace them their life. I'm, I'm going through this right now. End of year always seems to be the time where people start planning next year. Mm-hmm. And we goal set. So tell me what it is. You know, imagine again, you could have anything. Let's start with the end in mind. It's the end of 2023, 20 next year. And you've achieved your goal, whatever that goal is. Now, how are you feeling? What's what's the reason you want that goal? What's the driver behind it? We get down to the why. What is the why? What's the what's gonna where are where's your life gonna be impacted and changed at a profound level? For it's beyond the money. It's beyond the stuff that you can buy at a deep rooted level. Like how are you going to feel? And, mm-hmm. and to, and to work with somebody it's, it's interesting. It takes time. Some people are more open to it. Some have never done it. So we tend to live in the surface conscious mind and where that mm-hmm. takes us. If we can get into the subconscious, when, when I'm going through this process and, and somebody's at a point where they're literally break down in tears, 
they're now connected to their future that they've never been connected to before. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's for me is, is what I really love doing. Just helping somebody to slow down. You're going to hit the goal. It doesn't matter what goal you set. We're all goal achievers. We've done it our entire lives, whether you're aware of it or not. So if this is the new vision you have for yourself, let's get in behind the curtain there and figure out what is it that's really driving you and what's passionate and how would you think that's going to change and impact your life and others. And there's an element of, of play there. It can yeah. be, there's so much weight behind it. It can feel like such a big question, such a big statement, a big thing to do. And there's also that little bit of just teasing and seeing what, what, what is possible? What could happen, right? Yeah. Do you yeah. Um, have any great examples of times when, you know, you don't have to share any, any details, but those times where the, the floodgates did open, that those realizations hit and it was like, wow, you get to see the work that, that you've helped to unlock. Go ahead, Jamie. Okay. I'm thinking of one particular where this person came to me, top agent, um, had a great business wanted to grow the business, wanted to be number one. A lot of great salespeople are driven for that success. And and over the course of the last four years, not only has doubled the business, that isn't even the priority anymore. The priority now is spending time with her family, spending time with her kids that mm-hmm. she never had before. And, and that's now the life that she wants to live. And now we're building and working with the entire team to support her in that journey. So she's working less, making more and having all this free time for life and travel and mm-hmm. going to the cottage, you know, cottage just never used to happen. And so when you see that transformation and now, and we talk about leadership all the time, that's something that's really, it's basically foundational for us. And in, in all our conversations, we're all leaders, we're leading our life. And if we can help see ourselves as that leader and treat ourselves as a leader, we're going to impact and be a leader for others as well. So we're both leader and follower. So really helping people get that clarity. And I watch how she's transformed her life. And, and Jacqueline, she just did a testimonial for us, right? And it was, that's it. Like now it's, that's what it's all about. It's not even about this other stuff. And she's number one in all these things. And it's just like, it's a byproduct. Huh. It really is seeing people just grow. Like they come in for these hard specific goals at the beginning. Like I specialize more with helping women in their, the life end of their, what they want to develop there in terms of like relationships and careers. And they always come for some external thing, but it's just watching people change throughout the process, watching them believe in themselves, watching their confidence shift. And you really get to see that and that, oh my gosh, that's like one of our biggest wins. I think from what we do is seeing those wins in our clients. It's just it's life-changing for me. That's what makes it all, all worthwhile because we've, we've all seen the, the changes in ourselves with what, what we know, what we've learned, what we've been coached, but then to see it facilitated in someone else is just, that's just beautiful. And I think everyone gets that little flavor. Anyone who's done mindset, anyone who's done any kind of coaching has that little taste of, I want to help. How can I do something like this? And it's, I'm just feeling that impact. And and Jacqueline, I always talk about this, right? Like one conversation at a time creates this ripple effect that that person's life has fundamentally been changed. They've changed it. And then the ripple effect around them 
their family, their friends. And we just know intuitively, like we know that is going to happen. And to watch them go through that, like you, we, we just do what we do because we love that. That's the piece for me. Nice. So you've gone big. We've talked about the big stuff and the big feelings, okay, and life-changing. Let's bring it all the way back down now. So because a lot of this work is it's not always the big jobs, the big conversations. Sometimes it's the smallest things, but consistently that can change someone's behavior. So what about the small stuff, the daily stuff? How do you help people with that aspect that maybe sometimes doesn't feel like it's moving the needle, doesn't feel like it's doing anything. The biggest one I would say is how are you living every single day? Like what routines are in place for yourself? That's where I start with a lot of my clients. It's most don't even have something that's consistent, number one, that they're even doing. So it's really crafting what does that look like and mm -hmm. how are you going to be consistent with this moving forward? So it's no longer something you think about and it's really just, framing yourself, you know, to show up at your best in every single situation. And that's a big thing that I'll, I always think it's common, but I don't think as many people do it as consistently as they can. I think it's one of those things that everyone, everyone knows what to do, right? Everyone yes. knows what they should be doing, <laughs> even from drink your water, go for a walk outside, get some fresh air, get the sun in your eyes, all the basic stuff. We all know what to do. Rarely do we do it. So yep. How do you promote the consistency? How do you promote the, the continued application of these somewhat small, minor things, routines? Two. What are the two things you can focus on today? So we're in alignment to what we want to do. Let's just break it down to the simplicity. What are two things you could do? And then start with one. And once you're finished one, move to the second one. Like we like, to, I like, I always talk about creating a list of six things and Jacqueline will be like, no, three, <laughs> like let, like I'm, that's my mindset. Like I'll just create a list of six and I'll hammer it out and I'll get going. If I miss it, I'll do it tomorrow. And I think Mark in my entire life, all I've done is sales. So I've been in sales my entire life, been in business my entire life. So I just understand when a lot of days things aren't going according to plan and it seems to be taking forever. <laughs> which like right now, you know, look at the world. It's heavy right now. The world's going through a lot of stuff and it's heavy and people are feeling it and we're feeling it. You know, things aren't progressing the way I expected them to in my mind. And yet at the same time, I'm very calm. I'm calm because I work on my gratitudes. I write down every day, what did I learn? What is my lesson? And what are the five things I'm grateful for? I work out in the morning. I listen to my meditation and I do a visualization process. So for me, that keeps me grounded. And everything in between is just the stuff. Hmm. And if I can just show up for somebody to be that calming voice, to listen, and know, I know they're, everyone's going through it. So if I can just be the person that can be asking the right questions, allow them to articulate what it is they're feeling and just be a sounding board for them, if that's all it is today, that's a perfect day for me. So I get my wins by just being present. Yeah, you said the stuff, the stuff in between. So you take care of yourself, which means that you get to show up. You get yeah. to yeah. be able to manage your thoughts 
control the emotions rather than let them control you. I think that's a huge part of, of this. You said it, this global change. We've been through a lot. Okay, we have been through a lot in the last three years. We're now going through another change. We keep having change. It's, we're always on edge. So how, what, what bits of advice would you give people who are, they're probably already having change with their family, with their relationships, with their business, and then the world goes and drops something else on them. What, what can people do to just get a foothold in this, in this day and age? I would say it really comes down to, and I know I've said this before, but managing your state in these situations, this is something I've had to do. Like we all have hard days. It's not like it's always a you know, walk in the park. There's days when it doesn't feel easy. So it's going back to the things that help you move forward. So those routines, those rituals, but also reframing, like as business owners, I think we all go through rough sections. So how are you managing your emotion in that state? We do simple activities, like you write everything down, you release it. If you need to prioritize anything, you do that, and then you move forward. But you actually have to take the time to write those things down. You have to take the time to practice these things. I think a lot of times everyone wants to learn the next new thing and the, you know, the hack to do this faster, but like, it's not that fancy, it's repetition and it's building practices that are going to support you along your growth journey. Nice. Reframe. What a beautiful word. I mean, you guys, so the business that you're creating, the, 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 the programs, the techniques that you get to, to teach people when you might come into a, a situation and so there's two different perspectives here it's all about the reframe you know this you might be able to see you might be seeing different angles so something comes along you both have a different perspective even though it's the same situation the same client the same situation isn't it interesting when those things happen how do you guys um you know work with that and see that and is it a bit of tongue in cheek where you can see oh it's all about perspective sometimes mark when we're in it we don't see anything we're just <laughs> like we're real it's a, it's a relationship right you're just with my coworker, my business partner and you know i have an idea and damn my, my idea is right and i i can get caught up in that and and we go through these things and jacqueline's really good at just listening and then making me aware of a how she's feeling and I can usually, when I get, when I see that look, I know, okay, yeah, I just overstepped because yeah. I don't want that, but that can be a pattern that can show up. And I'm used to seeing that. I'm used to getting things done the way I want them to be done. And then I realize, okay, that's not going to feed both of us here. So we both have to make sure that we have our energy at the right level, the right space and the right time. So understanding that, you know what, just like everything, it happened last week. You know, I was on the phone and I was terrible. It was terrible. It was brutal. <laughs> and, and she was like, that's it. We didn't, we talked about it afterward, but as soon as we hung up the call, I knew, yeah, that was terrible. And, and then she brought it up the next call. We, we talked about it. We got it out of the way and moved on. So we can talk about things, release them and move on. And what you said there too, it's reflecting and communication like anyone listening to this, like we can all do these things in our lives better every single day. There's always an opportunity to improve in those two areas, but it's practicing it. It's showing up as that. And it's also respecting that you're dealing with somebody else. 
So giving space for, you know, not everyone looks at the exact same situation or has the same feelings that you do or the same value. So it's mm-hmm. communication. Perfect. And with this kind of transition, there's so much that we can we can learn from just reframing. Your mindset coaches, you're fixed, right? You never have any problems. But of course, we're all emotional beings in this in this body we all have to deal with our emotions emotions always come up and it's not always easy to to work with them i mean they're they're physical chemicals flowing through our body you can't just switch them off so how do you help your clients to really work with their emotions and how to take more control of their day-to-day reactions a huge piece of that, if I'm, I'm going to simplify it and I'll let you roll with it, Jamie, but I find is number one, the awareness of it. Some people don't even have that to start. So it's really getting that foundation of like, I just reacted to something, but what does that mean? Like, how am I actually feeling? Why did I just spit all this stuff out without thinking about it? So really getting aware of like, yeah, how do I feel in this situation? What thoughts am I thinking? And if I'm not aware of those, then I'm probably not going to take an action that's best suiting to move forward. So just bringing awareness to that first, recognizing it. And then once you recognize it, you can easily go, okay, based on who I want to be and where I want to go, how can I think about this differently? How can I take a new action forward? And I think being present in the moment is key because we, again, the world's heavy right now. There's everyone has things they're dealing with, whether it's family that's sick, whether it's parents getting older, whether it's cancer, whether it's finances. And and so if I know I'm going through this, everyone has their stuff. So being present for them. And I think just being aware that I know there's something there. And if I can just calm down, be present, ask a question and allow them to answer and hear the answer, listen to the answer, not just the words, a lot of times we rush to answer a question with the person hasn't even finished speaking. And, and I think it goes to the response versus reaction. If I'm not listening, I'll react. If I'm in the right space, I respond. And for me, that's the differentiator for me is reaction response. So when I'm present, I'm always responding. If I'm not present, then I'm in reaction. And now mm-hmm. that's nobody wins there. Love that. Everyone wants to be, everyone wants to be seen. Everyone's Absolutely. being heard. And that's where a lot of the miscommunications can come in. Yep. So moving forward, so you, what do you both do to, to continue to grow yourselves? Do you, do you find that you, you sort of coach and help and guide each other from a from different perspective? Uh, do you have outside coaches? Do you have other mentors? What do you guys do to continue to grow and evolve? So we do practice a lot of the tools that we have. We don't just train them. We model them and we use them and we go back to them when we need them a hundred percent. We do mindset check-ins though with each other on a weekly basis. And then we do have external coaches as well, you know, and therapy, like everyone goes, has a way to deal with things outwardly so that you can show up as your best. And a lot of times too, that's investing in other opportunities we both actively practice that as well because i think you get you know you're it's always learning and growing and expanding 
Yeah, I think being a product of the product. So if if I'm a coach, then I better darn well be coached. So I have a business coach, we have a marketing coach, we have a mindset coach, I have a personal trainer coach. So we have all this coaching around us and we're always looking for another program. I'm always willing to take another course. I learned many, many years ago, one idea can change your life. So when I go, wherever I go, I'm present. I take a ton of notes. I reflect. And the goal is one idea. And just listen for that one idea that's pertinent to you at that moment. And that will guide you down your path. Oh, so, we, yeah. We were saying that before we started recording this episode, that saying yes, saying no, but that saying yes. What if yeah. you say, say yes? What could it lead to? What might happen? Yeah, and I love what you shared too. You say no. Like I'm a believer that say yes to everything doesn't mean I'm going to do everything. So if I know where I'm going in life, I don't know how it's going to show up. I don't know who's going to show up. I don't know what opportunity is going to show up. But in hindsight right now, I can look back and my entire life was based on decisions that I said yes to that led me to an opportunity to either say yes or no and pursue it or walk away from it. But every single decision from when I was selling vacuum cleaners to when I was running the number one real estate company in Canada to leaving that and doing this with, with Jacqueline. Every decision, I said yes to something. And then I was able to re reflect, okay, is this in alignment or not? So I'll say yes. I'll take every meeting. And I encourage our clients to do the same thing because you just don't know what's in front of you. You don't know what's behind the surface, right? But I won't do everything. I can't do everything. So <laughs> if I and see, here's where I think I know I ran into problems for a long time. I would say yes to things, and then I said yes to everyone except myself. So I was saying no to me. I wasn't happy. I felt stressed. I almost got divorced because of that because I wasn't present. So when I got clear that I didn't have to say yes to everyone. I had to say yes to me. So I knew what I wanted. And the more clarity I had there, it was easier to say no to other things or other, other opportunities even. Yeah, perfect. It was the entirety of the yes. I think that's a, such a, a big statement. The entirety of the yes. With that yes comes a lot of other yeses, comes a lot of no's as well. Oh, yeah. I would, I would add to that too, because I think what I've really learned and what Jamie's taught me from working together is yes to the opportunities. So that being that initial conversation, but also really learning how to put in those boundaries. So whether that's in your personal life or at work too, like also making sure you have a life while you're working. Like the whole reason you're doing this is to also be able to have time with people that matter to you. So it, it is a, definitely a balance of both. Mm. Beautiful. Jamie, Jacqueline, thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure sharing these thoughts with you. Um, if people want to learn out a little bit more about you guys and what you do, where can they find you? Our website's a great place to start. So bedohavemovement.com. And we do actually have a quiz on there to help people that are looking to figure out their best next step and help them really discover what their strengths are. So that's a free quiz on our site. And then on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube at bedohavemovement. Love that. Well, thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. It's been a great time. 
Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.